hello. This is episode 11. The Daily Football Report. NFL playoffs are updated power rankings. How are you doing out there for? Hey, man. Doing wonderful, man. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing well, man. What are you drinking out there in Vegas tonight? Man, I took a break from the grapes. Uh, I'm going to be... you know, dabbling in the uh, the wheat industry tonight. Interesting, interesting. I'm actually dabbling in kombucha, ginger lemon, as a matter of fact. I feel like you're trying to get a little bit of a sponsorship, man. Again, I think we are going to be the podcast that brings kombucha to the NFL fan base, man. I, I, I got a good feeling about that. Yes, the Daily Football Report, uh, sponsored by kombucha. Yes, coming up. Yes, if we can get enough, you know. But, man, we got eight teams. Got to rank them top to bottom. How would you like to start? Which number? Give me an update. Well, hey, brother, I think it's good we kind of uh, explain how we're ranking them. We're going at it two different two different ways here. So you're looking at it from who's most likely to win the Super Bowl to least likely to win the Super Bowl. I'm going back to my mathematic formula that is just can't miss. If you want to go 5-1 and one against the spread, you follow this formula, okay? So we go ahead and we rank 1 through 5 on coach, quarterback, offense defense if you then add up the total number of points that is where they rank on the list if there is a tie i then will decide which of the teams i think is more likely to uh win and that's that's how that works very well thank you for the explanation i'll go ahead and i'll get running the last team on my power rankings number eight The Jacksonville Jaguars, all right? Yeah, they won the game. Yeah, they came back from 27 down. But they barely snuck by. They would not have won the game against a competent coach and a quarterback that wins games, right? So Herbert, known to lose big games. First time in the playoffs, blew a 27-point lead. Enough said. I rest my case on that one, man. Who you got at number eight? Wow, man. All right. So you went with the... uh... The consensus pick here. That's what everyone's taken. I like to live a little bit more controversial. I went and took the Philadelphia Eagles at eight, and I'm going to tell you why. I gave them a three for coaching. I gave them a three for quarterback, a three for offense, a three for defense. It's tough because I did have them on a four on the defense on their last one, but I do think there is a real thing to taking that that bye week off. You come out a bit flat. I am factoring that in on these power rankings. And truthfully, man, I just think they're fraudulent. I've said it all year. I'll go to my grave saying it. The 2022 Philadelphia Eagles are frauds. They're getting bumped out this week, and that's why I have them eight on my list. Very interesting. You have been pretty consistent about that. However, that hasn't looked too well for you all year round, right? Betting against the Eagles. I know that hasn't done any wonders to anyone's bankroll this year. However, there is one consistent about the bye week. The team comes out rusty, and the bye week is actually short for bye-bye. Okay, I've got the Eagles at number seven. I've got them ranked really low as well. All right. Teams coming out of the bye week, they come off really rusty, especially um, this used to be the norm a few years back where the teams with the bye would actually even rest their starters or barely play them in the last week of the regular season. So they'd have about two weeks of heavy rust, almost even three weeks of rust. 
I've got the Eagles ranked at number seven. One thing simple, they cannot stop the run, all right? Nor could the Minnesota Vikings. Dan Jones ran all over them. Saquon ran all over them. And Slayton and a lot of those receivers also ran all over them, with Hodgins picking up over 100 yards. The New York football giants will run all over these Eagles. I've got them ranked at seven, and I like where they're at. Man, I got to give you props on that one. I think so far uh, we have the same exact picks because i have you know obviously not in the same order but both bottom of the barrel teams here i've got the jacksonville jaguars at seven this one hurt a little bit because i absolutely love doug peterson this is a pro doug peterson podcast i don't know if there is a podcast in the game today that talks about and gives love to uh doug peterson more than we do um that said Uh, I went ahead and gave Trevor Lawrence a three. I believe that's a boost from the two. I had him on my last power ranking. Only reason I did that, man, when you win a game down 27 and you're able to come back from that awful first half, my God, do you deserve a boost. So he gets a three. Uh, The offense, you really should have gave him a four for the number of picks he threw. Hey, man, I could have given him four for the amount of touchdowns he threw in 30 minutes in the second half as well. So, you know, uh, but... I give the offense a two. Uh, I give their defense a three. They're playing really fired up, and, you know, they were able to shut down that second half. So, lots of like there. They also got a 12. They did tie with the Eagles, but I like the Jags just a little bit more. Well said. Well put. Four, I can tell you're stressing out over there. I actually could hear a squeaky toy, which I believe is just a stress relief ball because you know that my power rankings are better than yours. Hey, All real right. quick, I just and I just want to say that's my dog Sadie. That's her uh, that's her revving it up for Dayball. Okay, that's how that's her way of doing it. So, just a little shout out to Coach Dayball. Just her giving her love about your picks, right? All right, I can appreciate that. I can respect that. All right, well, number six, let it be, let it be, the San Francisco Forty Winers. All right, there's going to be a lot of upset fans in the Bay Area. This upcoming weekend. Not only will the 49ers lose, but it'll be bad because they'll be losing to their bitter rivals, the Dallas Cowboys. And that's why I had the 49ers ranked this low. We got a rookie seventh round quarterback. He's going to have a terrible game against this Cowboys pass rush. They took out Brady. They're going to take out the seventh round rookie. And even if the Niners have a lead, does anyone trust Coach Kyle Shanahan with it? Absolutely not. That's my number six team. I rest my case. Wow, man, that is a great take there. I also have the Dallas Cowboys as my next team on my list. I am completely, completely done with the Cowboys, man. You know, I've kind of let that that loss kind of settle in here to, with my Bucks, and maybe this is just me picking with my heart, but. I did rank them, and look, coaching scares me. McCarthy scares me. They're going to get a two for coaching. Quarterback, Dak Prescott, a lot of people have him up high. I've got a mid-tier. I gave him a three. Offense, I also gave a three. If you get rid of the the passing attack, you force Pollard and Zeke to run. If the the Bucs defense wasn't on the field for the entire game, I think we were going to have a good time stopping it. I really think the Niners will. So I gave them a three. And then the Cowboys' defense, you know what? They shut Brady down. They shut the Bucks down. I gave them a four. They ended up with a 12. I like them just a little bit more than the Jags and the, and, and the Eagles. But they're still a 12. They're all tied. 
Cowboys at six. Wow. All right. Again, opposite picks, and thankfully our teams play against each other, so that one should be a very easy pick, and we'll be able to decipher about that. All right. I can't say I completely disagree right last weekend. Uh, or last week, I actually had the Cowboys as my lowest-ranked tier team. But they proved me wrong, and I can admit that. They played very well. Number five, the Cincinnati Bengals. All right? I have been all over these Bengals. I like them. My gut says they're making it to the Super Bowl. But my brain says, come on, man. They're going to get smashed by the Buffalo Bills. All right? So I kind of have some tough analysis here going on. Really, the reason I've got them ranked this low, it's Coach Zach Taylor. I just don't know how good he is. It's hard to decipher this. I think if he was as good as people think he is, he would have won the Super Bowl last year. I really thought their play calling cost them the game in the second half. Come on, they couldn't stop Aaron Donald. Still had Burrow dropping back for all of those passes. You gotta, you gotta know what you have. You gotta know when to hold them and know when to fold them. And Coach Zach Taylor doesn't do that. So I got the Bengals ranked here at number five. Interesting, man. I, I think that's a little bit low. Um, but, but you know what? It's your power ranking, and uh, if that's the power ranking, that's going to get to a two and five, two, two and four against the spread, man. I love it. Uh, let me go ahead and get you my, my number five pick here. Uh, I went ahead and as much as I love revving it up for, for Dable here, I took the Giants. I looked at them and I gave them a four for coaching. Uh, I went ahead and gave the Danny Dimes, Daniel Jones, led off the offense, the quarterback position, Daniel Jones, a two. I uh, gave the offense a three because, man, Saquon's killing it right now. Um, and there's a resemblance of a rushing attack there with, with either Barkley or Daniel. Uh, and also gave their uh, defense a three. Uh, that totals out to a 12. Uh, they were the last team I had ranked at a 12 score out of the first four teams on the ranking. But I do believe out of all of the four teams that I've listed so far, they are more likely to win a Super Bowl than the other four. Well said and well put. I can agree with that. Uh, let's see. Transitioning now into the top four. So these are the top four picks for me and the top four picks for you. I can't believe I'm saying this out loud. This is the first time I've actually verbally said this out loud. The Dallas Cowboys. Got them ranked pretty high, but this team has potential. And ultimately, yeah, I understand. Potential is an abstract concept. It doesn't actually exist. But these Dallas Cowboys, man, they've got the right tools in the right place. If Dak can play maybe 60%, 70% as well as he did against Tampa Bay, this is a playoff winning team. Uh, sorry, a correction, a Super Bowl winning team. But we'll see. I got them ranked to number four. I just think there's a coaching mishap with Mike McCarthy. struggles with the clock. Will Kellen Moore be able to call another great game? I don't know. And yeah, I think we'll see, man. I think Dallas will struggle a bit, but who knows? It should be a close game. That's my number four team. Well, I respect it, man. I think uh, you're a bit high there on on the the pick, but I will give you that one there. uh, You've definitely seen the error of your ways, having the Cowboys as low as you did last week, and obviously you're adjusting there with the update. So I got to give you props on that. Um, For my number four team, 
I have the Cincinnati Bengals, and I'll tell you why. Zach Taylor, I bumped him up. I believe in the last uh, ranking I had him a two. I have him a three now. He's winning games, and he deserves the respect that is now starting to be given to him. Um, It wasn't pretty, but he got it done. That said, I went ahead and gave Burrow a four at quarterback. He's he's just phenomenal, man. I really enjoy watching him. He's definitely a top five quarterback in the NFL on a weekly basis, it seems, nowadays. Uh, The offense, I gave a three. Reason I did this. You sputtered a little bit against the Ravens, and it's very concerning, especially when you're heading up against heading into the divisional round. Now we're moving up in competition. You worry about what that offense can do on a week to week basis. I need more consistency, which is why I have them at a three, a respectable three, a very high three, but a three nonetheless. Defense, I also gave a three. You know, not a lot to note there. Um, playmakers on the field, sure, um, but they can give up touchdowns and they can give up yards uh that got them a 13 it's one more than the giants cowboys jags and equals um they are one of two teams that i have sitting at the 13 ranking but i don't like them as much as my next team but uh yeah man that is my my number four team fair enough i'm glad you mentioned four because that's the number of wins joe burrow has in the playoffs he's four and one a remarkable record actually well number three the New York football Giants, man. I'm revving it up. Coach Dable, this is a top three team. I really, again, and yes, they are the top tier ranked team in my power rankings out of the NFC. Again, the Giants, they've got a lot. They've got a great running game, great defense, fantastic play calling with Mike Kafka. This is a dangerous team. No one wants to play them. We've seen this many, many years. We saw this with Eli Manning. The Giants are due for a Super Bowl. Every so few years, they come in and they take over. I like them here at number three. You're up. Hey, man, I, I really respect the, uh, the the day ball love there. And, uh, you know, I think that's a good spot for them. Obviously, I had them uh, just a little bit lower. I definitely think this is one of those weird years. I can see the Giants winning it. Um and, you know, here on the pod, we're very uh, Coach uh, Dable friendly. So rev it up for him, man. Yeah, we'll get Dable on the Daily Football Report maybe a year or two down the line if we progress correctly, right? Yeah, so I just I, I was trying to get us a little bit of a revved up engine there, and I actually got us a car horn. So I apologize for that when I was trying to rev it up in real time for him. But uh, moving on there. Instead, uh, you got that Vegas traffic. <laughs> yeah, more. that sounded like my Fiat horn. That was not what Coach Dayball would be driving uh, on his way to game day, man. I definitely couldn't picture that. But. Uh, let me go ahead here. Uh, I'll go ahead and chime in with my third team most likely to win the Super Bowl slash my power ranking. Uh, I've got the Buffalo Bills. I, you know, it's a weird one, right? Because last week was a really ugly win. They should have probably lost in a lot of people's eyes, including mine. Uh, but what are the odds that they're going to do that back to back? You know, it was a trap game from the get go. Not a lot of film on Skylar Thompson. I'm going to go ahead and break down how I got to this. So I had them at a 13 overall, which was tied for the Bengals. And here's how I gave it to them. Four for coaching. Uh, I gave the Bills a three for quarterback. And here's why. A little controversial. It's definitely a drop down from where I had uh, their quarterback position with Allen last time uh, from a four to a three, a regression. I did this simply because 
he's making a lot of bad plays. I mean, it's as simple as that. He almost gave the Dolphins this uh, this game uh, last week. So gave him a three, uh, gave their offense a three. It can be dynamic. It can be as high as a five. It just depends on the week. And if you don't know what you're getting, that's scary, especially in the playoffs when it's one and done. The defense, I also gave a three. I feel like they can force turnovers. I feel like they can make plays. But when you're allowing, you know, 30 points to uh, to a Dolphins team, that's that's not cool, especially when it's a third-string quarterback. So, yeah, I gave them a 13. They tied with the Bengals. I like them a little bit more than I like the Bengals to win the Super Bowl. Um, so I gave them the three spot. We'll take it. We'll take it. And it's interesting, man. It's a fantastic transition because the number two team on my list – the haymaker buffalo bills all right a lot to love about the team a little to dislike about the team but when you turn the ball over as much as buffalo can and might do and will do perhaps it's it's hard to pick them in some of these games right and ultimately i along with many other betters out there took buffalo minus a nine originally but that also missed minus 10 that missed and even up to 13, that also missed, right? And that was just an awful showing by Buffalo. They snuck on by, but they're due for uh, a good performance here. So, yeah, ultimately, I just think Buffalo is the second-best team right now. Who you got in number two? Yeah, man, respectable. I had them at three. You have them at two. Tomato, tomato. We think that they have a good chance to win it this year. Um, two motto. Ah, you know. Three motto. <laughs> yeah, hey, all right, all right. Uh, with my number two pick, man, pains me to do this. I can't stand the team. I can't stand the organization or the fan base. But the Kansas City Chiefs, I went ahead and gave their coaching situation at three. I'm not going to give Andy Reid credit. I think he's one of the most overrated and overhyped coaches in football. I think he's a constant choke artist who's been blessed from the football gods to receive a gem like Patrick Mahomes. I went ahead and gave Patrick Mahomes a five. Uh, he, he, he's set the all-time season passing record this year, um, passing yards later uh, this year. I mean, come on now. Um, he's absolutely magical whether you love him or you hate him. Um, Went ahead and gave their offense a four, mainly just because I'd like to see a little bit more on that rushing attack, a little bit more well-balanced attack, plus playoffs. It really just comes down to uh, you're facing tougher competition, and I'm going to be intrigued to see how the, how they perform this week, um, see if that can get bumped up to a five as well on, on the next Power Rankings episode. Uh, in terms of defense, gave them a three. Very standard defense. I, I'm not going to... You know they're not going to wow you too much, but they're going to they can win games and they can win meaningful games. So um, that added up to a 15. That is two higher than the Buffalo Bills, and that ends up ranking them at 15. Uh, my number one team also tied them at 15 points, but I just like the, the the number one team just a little bit more than Kansas City. Well said, well said, and uh, you know if we could get a drum roll without having it be too loud, we would. But we're not at that level yet. And number one, this was my number one team last week. Whoa, 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 whoa. You said we're not at that level yet, sir. I give you the drum roll. All right. Oh, all right, all right. Yeah, so I guess you have it on your side. I, I did see it, but I just wasn't sure how loud it was going to be. Thank you. The drum roll one more time. Kansas City Chiefs. All right, this is the team to beat. They've been very quiet. 
I don't know how they've stayed under the radar all year. It seems that way they have. But this is the team to beat. Mahomes, possibly MVP year. We thought so. We'll see if he gets it. Yeah, looks like they're on a mission, man. So I'm excited to see what they do this upcoming weekend against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Who do you have at number one? And can you comment on my number one team? You know, I love it. I, I mean, I kind of have them as number one in the AFC, right? Uh, with my ranking of having them at the uh, the two spot there. Um, yeah, I think it's safe to say. Also, it feels like the entire NFL is focused on every other team but the Chiefs right now. Um, and I think that's a little odd. It definitely seems like they have a very good shot of just, be, you know, being able to win this week. And before you know it, wow, we're in an AFC title game and we're one out of a Super Bowl. So this could be one of those years where... Where they get another ring who knows um that said i do have the number one seed as my super bowl favorite i think they're the best team in the playoff i think that they are truly dynamic i have drum roll please the san francisco 49ers and i'm going to tell you why i have the gem of san francisco 49ers uh, as my one seed here you know what I love the story of Mr. Irrelevant coming in. You know, they drafted a quarterback in the first round. He's gone. He's hurt. They have the star boy, the pretty boy, and Jimmy Garoppolo. He's hurt. They have – they're down to their last player at that position in a sense. And this guy is – he was the very last draft pick. Come on. That's just absolutely insane when you put into words that he is two games away from being – you know, in in a Super Bowl. I mean, let's not kid ourselves. This is real. He's also undefeated, and he's played some phenomenal football out there, beating some of the best, like Tom Brady. Um, so let me go ahead here and give you why I broke him down the way that I did. I did have him at 15 points tied with the Chiefs, but I like them more than the Chiefs. I gave him a four at coaching. I give him a two at quarterback because it's still a mystery and I have to be fair. Um, I give him a four on offense because you've got playmakers from Kittle to Debo, a, a fantastic offensive line. You've got Christian McCaffrey. I mean, that's a top three at almost every position. What more do you want? Um, and that's me even being generous of kind of giving him a, a little bit of a uh, a knock for the quarterback, uh, which he's been playing fantastic. And I gave their defense a five. They're the most talented team left in the field. I think it's obvious on both sides of the ball, they're a complete football team. The reason they won't win the Super Bowl is if something goes awry, and that's mainly going to lie on Brock Purdy, right? So if he continues to drive the car and not crash it, they're, they're very likely to be your Super Bowl champion. Wow. I mean, Tom Brady even lost to Philip Walker earlier this year for the Carolina Panthers. So, I mean, Brock Purdy beating the Buccaneers, it's not saying much. The Buccaneers are actually, they had a losing record for the record, and they are out of the playoffs, all right? So that's, that's in the past. But, yeah, I mean, I disagree with your 49ers pick being so high, but it's your power ranking, it's not mine. And we'll debate later on man we'll we'll see we'll see where the chips fall and i like the fact that you were able to almost convince me man he just lost me with with brock purdy but crazier things have happened right we've seen quarterbacks go from bagging groceries to throwing dimes into touchdowns in the super bowl with kurt warner all right so 
I don't know. This is the NFL, man. This is football, and that's what we love about football, right? Dream. Yeah, but hey, I'm going to have to start referring to Brock Purdy here, man. We're going to have to drop the Purdy name, right? Because we have Jimmy Garoppolo on the team. He's the, the Purdy boy. You know, we're going to start referring to uh, Brock Purdy here as Brock Brock Warner because it's the same story. It's just a little bit better. He's doing Kurt Warner better than Kurt Warner could do Kurt Warner. And I'm telling you, we're two games out. You keep doubting him. And then you're going to be looking at the Super Bowl MVP and, and one-time Super Bowl champ, Mr. Irrelevant, Brock, Brock Warner. Wow. Yeah, we'll have to make a big bet if he ends up winning the actual Super Bowl MVP. But, man, you know, again, another fantastic episode. We've gone over that. Any sort of uh, extra line items or anything you wanted to get off your chest or discuss on the pod here? You know, man, uh, it's funny you say that. I actually did have something that I uh, wanted to go over on yesterday's pod. And uh, thankfully, I was able to get this in my notes. But um, just wanted to kind of run this by you. So uh, Ran Carson, not very familiar with him. But I did want to um, kind of bring this up because I do I can see this being big news, uh, especially in the future of football. But he is he was the 49ers players personnel director. Um, I mean, that's. You know, he's done a fantastic job building that roster. He's now the new GM for the Titans. So that's the first kind of role that's been filled here uh, in the offseason. And I just wanted to bring this up. You know, Titans made a very good move there. I'm not very pro-Titans, but I can respect it when they make a good decision. They seem to have their man. And hopefully maybe that's going to lead them to make better decisions than letting Ryan Tannehill quarterback for the Titans for four years straight. But um, we'll see, right? So I don't know if you had any thoughts on that or if you think that that kind of sums it up. But uh, you let me know. Tennessee is going to do what Tennessee is going to do, right? I think you said it best. I like Ryan Winnehill, as we used to we used to call him, just because of his winning record. You, you, you used to call him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there was no we in Tana, no Winnehill here. There actually was when you bet on the Titans and you won money on them when I told you to bet them and take them in the playoffs against Lamar Jackson. So fair uh, enough. Fair. Yes, yes, there was some of that. And hey, let's not let's not disparage the name of Ryan Winnehill because he did go into Foxborough and and Tom Brady's dynasty. All right. So to get back on track. Yeah, I don't know if I have too much to comment on. It's Tennessee. It's I really think if I'm Tennessee, man, and I'm putting this out there on the pod, we'll have to touch on this later, but this is just putting it out there, so we're first to it. How do they not make a move for Aaron Rodgers? Right? You've got pieces. You've got assets. Trade whatever you got to trade. Come bring Aaron Rodgers to to Nashville. He bought property in Nashville, I believe, a year ago as well. So, hey, I mean, it is what it is, right? I think there's something to it. It's possible. It's funny you bring that up because I was literally just thinking, man, like, it's a great spot. Like, I don't know if you've ever been to Nashville, uh, but I'll be honest with you, man. uh, Beautiful place, man. You know, they have a great school uh, right there, Vanderbilt. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to think of uh, a former great quarterback who might have played for Vandy, man. Can you help me out? 
Yeah, did he have like a, a smoking? So I think what he did was he not only threw darts, but he was busy smoking darts. The great smoking Jay Cutler, right? Absolutely, man. Had to keep tradition alive here, man. I'm glad you picked up on the reference. <laughs> yeah, I, again, I think if Aaron Rodgers can make it down to Tennessee, that's a very winnable division. You got to get him down there. Is it tough? Yes, it is to get him in a trade. But look, if Denver was able to somehow get Russell Wilson into Denver. You're telling me that Tennessee couldn't move mountains and hills in a, you know, in a tough environment such as Green Bay where they have to decide between Rodgers or Love, Rodgers or Love, right? And so doesn't Rodgers, man, I mean it would look terrible in the uniform. Like I think that's with anybody that transitions teams, but I have to say this, man. Doesn't Rodgers and his, you know, his Pat McAfee uh, uh, shows and his his man bun hair, doesn't he just feel like he fits the Nashville vibe nowadays? Well, you're asking the right person. All right. So legend has it that I may or may not have drove cross country from the greater Seattle area all the way to Nashville and spent a couple of months there. And uh, yeah, it was just a good time right out of college and you know just came back and i was dirt broke legend has it i may have even had to like deliver pizzas for papa john's just to have enough money to drive back home to seattle with my tail tucked between my legs but yes sir i mean i think nashville's got a good energy i think if you're not a west coast boy it can definitely do wonders for you i would just say the humidity is a little tough if you're from the west coast so yeah i think rogers being a california kid uh, he might like he might like Nashville, but I think uh, I don't know. I think I think it could be good for him. I think honestly, I would like to see him in a different uniform. It's just it's done. Like the Green Bay era is over, right? I really don't know why he resigned, but that's what quarterbacks do. Yeah, man. I, you know, I, I don't know if you watched the McAfee uh, interview that he did with him uh, here today, but just to kind of briefly touch on this, because we are a football pod that likes to give you all the information that you need heading into uh, a day and get you a recap of everything you might have missed. I did want to bring up, he sounded very noncommittal and very not sure. Um, he said he needed time to process everything and he's not he said he's not going to hold the Packers hostage on this but he just needs to see he's either going to be all in or he's going to be all out I'm kind of trying to sum up the very it was a nice long interview but um and they do wonders over there on the Pat McAfee show with with their interviewing it's it, they break down a lot of that fourth wall with players that no other interview uh, can truly do so just want to give them a little bit of uh, love there for the great content uh, it helped us get a little bit of insight into where Rodgers is on his uh his process and his mindset. Um, I think it's very noncommittal. I think we'll know more in the off season. Um, that said, man, is there anything that you wanted to throw out there to the, uh, the listener before we sign off for the, for the evening here on this beautiful, beautiful Wednesday? Okay. So there is actually one question. Well, maybe two questions. It's a two parter. I'll ask you. Okay. So first and foremost, Aaron Rodgers, he's a very smart guy, right? Went to Cal, very intelligent, has, I think, close to a photographic memory or similar to that. On a 1 to a 40, right? So on the 1 to 40 Wonderlick score, what do you think his Wonderlick score was? Whoo, I don't know, man. Probably, I, I mean, if I had to guess, probably in the 28 to 32 range. 
Yeah, so his wonder like I just want to verify the number. It was 35, okay? So he's a brilliant guy. And, you know, I'm not too into zodiac signs and all these rocks and whatnot. But Rogers and I, you know, we kind of have similar birthdays. And I, I would say in the last year or two, as I've gotten older, I'm starting to sense some uh, – some Rogersisms in myself, all right, and and I think it's interesting, man, because I used to dislike him for those, and you kind of got to own it when you see it in yourself, right? That being said, can you tell me what you think the great Daniel Jones, who's still in the playoffs, what his Wonderlic score was? Oh my goodness, man! I, you know what? I think he had a thirty-five as well. Am I right? Daniel Jones had a 37. The guy played at Duke. He went to Duke. I He's brilliant, man. I mean, one thing he really can kind of work on a little bit more is not stumbling after a 90-yard run. That could be a touchdown, right? Uh, for those of you that don't know, it was a highlight a couple years back. He had a fantastic run, and the turf monster got him. But I think he's just going to be running all over the teams in the playoffs, man. I don't know. Is Daniel Jones that good? Is is he better than we think he is? I don't know if I'm going to go ahead and say that, but I am going to say that he is winning football games right now, and that's something that New York has not done for a long time. He looks more confident out on the field now that they're allowing him to run the option. Um, you know, the great the great play calling there. He looks like he's out there as a general for the first time. I don't know if I've said that his entire run. You know, he came into this season with his extension being denied. Um, and looking at it now, I think the Giants are realizing they may actually have their franchise right here. This is a very good run for him. Um, you know, he wins another game. It's going to be very hard for him not to be a New York Giant for the years to come. Uh, you know, maybe if he looks poor in this next game, you realize what you have with him. And if you're New York, you're able to either franchise him or potentially just move on to a more talented quarterback. Maybe you put all your, you know, all your cards on the table and maybe go after Lamar Jackson to run that offense. You know, I don't know. Wow. <laughs> shadowing there you know and and just to just to give a a stat correction the wonder lake is actually out of 50 it's not out of 40 and um just for those that that's why we didn't take it (laughs) we we only took sats and and maybe those on the east coast they took acts but what one thing i would say that there's something to be said about the wonder lake at the quarterback level especially right you got to call plays you got to process plays um my all-time favorite college football quarterback, the great Johnny Menzel, only scored. I want you to actually guess what his score was out of 50. Probably somewhere between 12 and 17. It was 6. He scored a 6 out of 50. Are you kidding me? Well, look, Johnny won the Heisman hungover, and it looks like he probably took the Wonderlick hungover as well. A 6 out of 50, that's very low, especially for a quarterback. I think uh, I just figured out our next pod topic, man. Me and you are going to take the Wonder Lake live on Twitter spaces and see if we can get a higher score than Manziel. I don't think it'll be that difficult, if I'm being honest with you. And I barely graduated uh, geometry in high school. So we'll find that out. <laughs> well, I might have to pass on that one. You know, I might have to just uh, just sit that one out, save all the uh, the membrane for the pod. But yeah, I, I think again, just a final note also is the Harvard quarterback that we like, but we haven't mentioned him enough on this pod. The great Ryan Fitzpatrick scored a forty-eight out of fifty. Harvard product, guy's intelligent, but you know he just loves football. 
And uh, one would say, how can one throw some of the passes he threw with that high of a wonderlick? And we'll never know. It'll leave you wonderlicking. All right. That was fantastic. I, I got to give you props on that one. That was a good way to, uh, I think, wrap up the pod, man. Is there uh, any other news you want to chime in before we sign off on uh, episode 11? Four? Absolutely not. I think we covered everything. We covered the eight teams. And, man, I'm just, I'm just sitting here patiently waiting for the next football game this upcoming Saturday, sir. Oh, man, me too. I'm counting down the days. We only got, uh, what, Thursday, Friday to get through. We'll be here for you. We'll recap any of the news that does break over the next couple of days. If there's any uh, interesting developments on the injury report, um, they typically mean stuff as of Thursday and Friday anyway. We'll make sure to chime in and get you caught up here and uh, let you know if there's any red flags or any movement in the betting lines as well. And, uh, yeah, man, I think this was a great, uh, great way to sign off the pod. Of course, and always, this is the Daily Football Report. Episode 11, we come at you every day. We upload every day. Thank you for listening. And this was presented by Four Scene Sports Network, and we're out.